Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Professor, welcome in. Uh, maybe you need another book in your spare time. I know you could turn them out pretty quickly. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. the, these judges, did you happen to notice this? Uh, and we'll, we'll get to the major arguments. I noticed that the four that went with this scheme all are Harvard, Yale graduates, and the three, oh, they're all Democrats, who did not are graduates in the Denver area. Well, it just shows that Denver has better law schools than the elite <laughs> Ivies. You know, the elite Ivies, Ivies are under the influence, unfortunately of this view of constitutional law, which was developed by Lawrence Tribe and implemented by his student, Jamie Raskin, my former student too, which is the constitution must always be interpreted to support the Democratic Party and the left. That's the rule of the constitution. And the words of the constitution are sufficiently manipulable so you can always have a rational Yale-Harvard type argument that comes out the way you want. It's called result-oriented jurisprudence. And, um, you know, you talk about my books already today. I have published online. You can get it right now. Daily Mail uh, online, the English paper, the Daily Mail. I have an article dissecting completely the uh, Colorado Supreme Court's decision, calling it the worst constitutional law decision I have seen in 60 years of practicing. Now, I wasn't there for Plessy versus Ferguson or (laughs) some of the other horrible cases. But this one In terms of the Constitution, it gets everything wrong. Let's start with the worst part of it. States having the power to determine who's on the ballot in a federal election. Let me read you what the Constitution says about about the 14th Amendment. The Congress shall have the power to enforce Mm -hmm. by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. Now, imagine going back to the time of the 14th Amendment, the middle 19th, late 1860s. Who's making these laws? It's radical Reconstructionist Republicans. You think they would turn over to the former rebels of Alabama and Mississippi, those states, the right to determine who's on the ballot? The notion that these writers of the 14th Amendment would give anything, any power to the former segregationist Confederacy states is absurd. Of course, they kept the power in Congress, not giving it to the states. And then the idea that you can circumvent the impeachment provisions of the Constitution, which require two-thirds vote of the Senate, procedural safeguards, the president, uh, if he's impeached, the chief justice has to preside. And now we're going to get a new approach. Look, if anybody thinks that he did something that somebody thinks might constitute 
Insurrection. Okay, we'll take them off the ballot. And maybe the court will approve it. Maybe it won't. Eventually, the courts will decide who votes and who gets nominated and who gets elected in America. That's not the American way. And that's why the Supreme Court should take this case immediately, grant the stay, and then reverse nine to nothing. Do you think there's a possibility? You know, that would be a unifying moment of sorts if it were nine to nothing. I can't imagine a couple members there. I could see Keegan, but the others, uh, I wonder. Yeah, no, as you say, (laughs) there are several um, of my former colleagues and friends who are on the Supreme Court, Harvard and Yale people. So maybe they'll go with the Harvard and Yale colleagues on on the court. Uh, I can't imagine the Supreme Court affirming this. You know what this would do to the 2024 election? It would make it unacceptable to uh, half of America. Look, I'm planning to vote against Donald Trump, but if I don't have that right, I will not regard this as a legitimate election. And the one thing we have to make sure of is that no matter who wins and who loses, the 24 election is regarded as the cleanest, most legitimate election in history. Do not give Donald Trump the excuse to again say, oh, it was stolen from me, because if the judiciary takes him off the ballot, it will have been stolen from him. Yes, and if we don't have election integrity in the minds of the people, lest a scintilla of that, we're never going to get out of this. It's going to be so much worse. You know, I, yep. I have to say, though, other than MSNBC, I don't know if you've been on that. Uh, you don't see on the left as many people as we think, because the smarter people, the ones that are left, just liberals, not, you know, extreme progressives. Yep. Professor, I think they realize we get into this tit for tat. There's a lot of other states that might start to go this way with their Supreme Court. Oh, we do that. The, country, the country's over if we do that. No. Well, it's not over. We still have checks and balances and we'll survive. But this election will be over and it will not be this. This will go down in history as um, a a flawed election if this is allowed to happen. Look, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that the tribe uh, uh, Raskin approach to constitutional law uh, will be uh, undercut by by the Supreme Court. But, you know, it's so amazing when you read this. I mean, you read the 14th Amendment. The 14th Mm -hmm. Amendment doesn't even mention the president. Exactly. Senator, representative or elector. And then it uses the oath of office for Congress, not for the president. It could easily have used the words of the presidential oath of office, but it doesn't. And so we can't be sure that the framers even intended this provision to apply to the president. They might very well have said, look, the senators and the congressmen, all right, if you fought in the Civil War, enough. But the president, we have to let the public decide based on the totality of circumstances. If Robert E. Lee runs for president. And the American people think, you know, he's great. Remember, a number of the people who were, who were generals in the Civil War, as soon as the war was over, immediately joined the North and worked for unity and worked for peace. Um, so I can easily imagine the framers saying, uh, not the president. That's going too far to give um, even Congress the power to decide who runs. So, uh, you know, the text of the Constitution, the meaning of the Constitution, the history, there isn't a theory of constitutional analysis. Not a single theory that justifies the tribe uh, uh, Raskin approach. This is just total, complete result orientation. I've never asked you this before, why you're here today on this, too. And I I really um, respect what you're going to say. Who are the Supreme Court justices' body of work that you admire, that you think were the best, that got it right? Over time? Yes. Oh, well, uh, Louis Brandeis invented a new way of thinking about uh, Supreme Court decisions. 
Oliver Wendell Holmes, persnickety, but um, and often wrong, but uh, brilliant. Um, Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Um, th- those two stand out. William Brennan uh, stands out uh, for different reasons. Different people stand out. Uh, for example, yesterday we saw the funeral of Justice O'Connor. She stands out symbolically, first woman, and she cast a lot of deciding votes. But I don't think of a single decision, an opinion that she wrote, which law students will be studying 10 years from now. Whereas uh, Brennan and um, uh, Brandeis, Everybody studies Brandeis's opinions, and everybody studies Holmes's opinions. Everybody studies John Marshall's opinions, but nobody's going to study O'Connor's decisions. Uh, they're going to be thankful that she was the first woman, and that she cast votes in an interesting way, and often brought the court together. She was a very good politician on the court, but not a great justice in terms of writing memorable opinions. So it depends on how you judge people. Earl Warren was probably the greatest uh, politician on the court. Not surprising, he had been the governor of California. He brought people together. He brought about a result, 9 nothing, on desegregation at a time when the Supreme Court had some pretty segregationist people on it. Um, and so you have to give him lots and lots and lots of credit. But there's no such thing as a perfect justice. Both Holmes and Brandeis voted to allow the sterilization of allegedly wow. mentally uh, disturbed yeah. people, many for fifty thousand of whom were sterilized, m- many of whom were not even mentally ill. And Holmes and Brandeis went along with that despicable decision. So there's no perfect person on the Supreme Court. Wanted to talk about your other uh, current book, uh, the book uh, around uh, the war against the Jews, how to oh, end yeah. Hamas barbarism. Got to be a, difficult. Uh, I don't think we've spoken since then. More and more charges now. The Harvard president allegedly plagiarizing. Even the acknowledgement uh, section that 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 is so hard to believe. She is such a lazy. She is such a lazy copycat. I have to tell you, I wouldn't hire her as my research assistant. Um, But uh, it's remarkable. But the Harvard Law School faculty wrote a letter praising her and refusing to in any way condemn her and 
and, and calling for her to be retained. 700 members of the faculty joined in that. So I wrote a letter to the Harvard Crimson yesterday because one of my former colleagues, Charles Freed, wrote a letter in complete defense of her about, uh, you know, killing Jews has to be considered in context, in context. So I wrote a letter to the to the Crimson, which I've written for for many years, 60 years I've been reading and writing for the Crimson. They refused to publish it. Oh. For the first time in my life, oh. I wrote a letter to the editor. They refused to publish it. So I just wrote an op-ed about their refusal to publish it, in which I include <laughs> the letter itself. I'm not going to be silenced by a bunch of bratty kids who are contributing to the problem of anti-Semitism uh, at Harvard. Look, I wrote The War Against Jews in 30 days. Um, I started writing it on the afternoon of October 7th. I was in such distress. And my publisher said he could get it out in 60 days if I got it to him in 30 days. I got it to him in 30 days, and he got it out in 58 days. Guinness Book of Records? I don't know, but uh, pretty fast. And, you know, I'm pretty proud of it. War Against the Jews, how to end Hamas barbarism, and you can get it. On, on well, let, let me ask you on that. I haven't had a chance to read everything in the book, but how do you end it? The argument, I mean, I would do exactly what they're doing uh, to take out the leadership, to take out all that they can get. But the argument is when you do that, you're raising up another generation of the very same people. That's what they said about Nazi Germany, and that's what they said about uh, mm-hmm. Imperial Japan, and they were dead wrong. Uh, we bombed the hell out of Germany, de- Dresden, Berlin, and the Germans loved us. We gave them the Marshall Plan, and they became our best allies. We bombed Hiroshima, Nagasaki, and Tokyo. The Japanese became our second best allies. If you show strength and you show a willingness to rebuild afterward, a Marshall Plan for Gaza, I think – these people will forget their grievances, many of them, because they're decent people. Many of the people who live in Gaza are like you and me. They've just been imprisoned by Hamas. And the greatest beneficiaries of the total destruction of Hamas would be the people of Gaza. I, I like what you said there, though. Visible stuff. Israel comes in after this, after they get it mitigated under control and rebuilding. The Marshall Plan yeah. was genius, and it did that. Yeah, and they, uh, there was a Marshall Plan of a different name in Japan. And, you know, about five years ago, there was a poll of all people in the world, 100,000 people, and they were asked a simple question. Rank the countries in the world in terms of best to worst. They weren't given any criteria, just best to worst. Of course, Iran and North Korea were at the bottom of the list. Number one, Germany. Number two, Japan. Imagine how surprised people would have been in 1945, if we said that in 2020 or 21, whenever this poll was conducted, the two best countries in the world will be those abominations yeah. uh, in 1945 that carried out, in one case, the Holocaust, in the other case, genocide against uh, you know, Korean people, against uh, Chinese people, uh, horrors that they inflicted. Um, you know, a small number of people can turn a decent country uh, indecently, and I think that's what's happened to Arab leadership as well. And, you know, the Palestinians could have had a state in 48, in 67, in 94, 2000, 2001, 2005, 2007, and they don't know how to take yes for an answer. And they don't have a state because they refuse to accept the two-state solution. Yeah, exactly. Professor, thank you so much. Have a great holiday again. You too. Uh, yeah. War against Very the Jews, Happy New Year. how to end Thomas uh, barbarism and get Trump. Professor Alan Dershowitz, honor as always. Thank you. My honor. Thank you. 
Dom Giordano. Weekdays, noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.